Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Unlimited Horizons by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I'm the president of IAW, and I love coming together on this podcast to showcase our members and their incredible talents. Today, I have such a special guest lined up for us. Brittany Crossan's joining us, and she actually helps to run our podcast. And I'm excited to talk to her today about social media, making money online, learning how to show up online. Brittany is a social media thought leader that encourages business owners and creators to use their existing skills, talents, and knowledge to create exciting content that will make a positive impact on their audiences. She's the host and executive producer of top global marketing podcast, The Social Sunshine Podcast. She's the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency based in Houston, Texas. And she's the founder of Small Biz Social Society, a membership that helps ambitious entrepreneurs stand out on social media. Brittany's been a performer since childhood with a total of 35 plus years of experience on stage and screen. She naturally fell in love with social media back in the MySpace days because it felt like one big stage. Not only does she prioritize spreading joy to her audience through her dancing and comedy videos, but she's also passionate about using social media for good. With over 15 million views and counting, she's positively impacting lives all over the world through her videos. When she's not working on her business, you can find her having a dance party with her two kiddos or cuddled up on the couch with wine and her husband watching their favorite TV shows. Brittany, welcome. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for inviting me. I'm honored. It's so fun. I So you talk a lot about showing up as yourself online, and I want to share the story because I remember having exposure of like seeing you online before I actually met you and knew who you were. And I was scrolling a Facebook group for Peloton moms and one of your, your videos popped up. And, and so for those of you that don't know Brittany, go follow her on social now, look at her Instagram or TikTok or any social media channel, and you will see her on her Peloton dancing and doing these super motivating, inspiring videos. And so course I see this scrolling my through my feed I, I think oh my god she's so much like me and I love this and I need to follow her and I was I was completely inspired and then it was like a month or two later and somebody on my team brought your profile forward to speak at one of our events and I was like wait you know like you you know her I I think she's so cool <laughs> so um I just I love that because it, it's it's that you showing up authentically online and putting yourself out there dancing on your Peloton bike and guess what now here we are working together it's like magic. It's Peloton, it's social media Peloton magic. No, you're right. It's cool. It's, it's not the only cool thing that's happened as a result of those silly dancing videos. So I'm happy that you didn't watch and go, okay, this girl's nuts. (laughs) I'm glad, I'm glad it was the opposite because it could go either way. And that's understandable. Well, I'm also, I'm also a little nuts. So I I think it's relatable. Right. And it's like, Hey, she's a mom, she's doing swine, she's on her Peloton and look at all these things. And we both like social media and this is really cool. Um, so you teach people how to make money sharing whatever they want on social media. So talk to me a little bit about what you do in terms of your work with, with helping people show up online, be kind of master social media, right? Because so many people get overwhelmed with social media. 
Yeah, no, yeah, and I like this topic of 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 encouraging someone to share like kind of whatever they want on social media and what I mean by that is that it doesn't have to be first of all like everybody else. Um it's good to be unique. I mean, clearly um dancing on the Peloton stuff it helped helped um accelerate some things in my career. So so you do want to be unique in yourself and not like everybody else, but I think that a lot of people look at social media when they're a business person, when they're really involved in their career, they're a business owner, they're an entrepreneur. And, and they think like, I have to just go on here and just try to sell my stuff and just be super businessy. And like my green widgets are on sale today. And then you don't post again until they're on sale later. Like it's just, (laughs) and I wanted to present this idea that worked so well for me that I didn't even intend on that being the thing to begin with, but that's a whole other story where it's like, no, you can just show up as you, you can share content outside of your business world. It's okay. In fact, it's encouraged because Mm -hmm. people want to learn about you as a human. Like we all know, well, we may not the, the no like trust factor. That's a huge thing in personal branding on social media. So if you're willing to show up, on social media. And yes, you can talk about your business. Of course you should definitely should, but then you throw in a couple of other things that are authentic to your life that, that are real. And that you could like talk about for hours, you know, those are good topics to be like within your personal brand and it can be whatever you want. So that's why I say you can make money by sharing whatever you want on social media, because all those things lend to having a well-rounded brand and then let people learn about you and kind of be drawn to you, like how you and uh, having with you and I, and then go, I just kind of like want to learn more about this person. And then what do you know, later they might turn into a client or a collaborator or whatever the situation. Right. I, yeah, I love that. So you say, um, one of the tips you shared using social media as a tool to enhance your business and life is your number one tip for finding more success and fulfillment in your in your work life. And I like what you said about finding those topics that you could talk about forever, right? That you're not going to get bored of talking about and that you can just show up. I, I often say, what can you show up and just talk about for 15? If I had to say, stand up in the front of the room and teach us something, what could you, what could you talk about without having to go prepare, without having to research it, without having like, what just flows authentically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exact same thing. Exactly. Yeah. And so when, when somebody's thinking through crafting their, their social media messaging and and their posts, do you, do you encourage them to stay within a range of topics or to, to kind of throw out as many as they can, or like, how do you, how do you hone in on the things that you're going to talk about on social? Well, everybody's process can be a little different and that's cool. But I mean, I think that a general thing would be if you want to kind of have like a step-by-step on how to approach it and how to make those decisions as to what your topics are going to be, which somebody might call those content pillars. Um, you, you could have, you could start with a brain dump, kind of like anything that you're kind of brainstorming on and make a list of every freaking thing that you, like you said, anything that you know how to do that you could just chat with not with anyone naturally about, you could teach them how to do it. You could share your passion for it. It doesn't matter if it's gardening, if it's romance novels, if it's marathon running, if it's your pets, it it doesn't matter, you know, whatever it is. And you make your list and then you start to edit down that list. And the way you can edit that down is you have to really think like, how much could I share about this? Like how much does it matter to me? You want to find those top two to three things that 
like maybe like think about people in your real life, what they know about you. Like mm-hmm. everybody, like everybody knows that I love champagne or whatever, right? So if that's already a natural part of your life, it's not going to feel forced when you show up on so- social media and talk about it. Cause you got to have things to talk about and, and people don't want to always be sold to. Um, so why not just throw in these fun topics and then it'll draw people in. It'll be interesting, you know, and you're, right. if you're like, if you're a runner, but that's not your business, but you love it. Well, you're likely to draw in fellow runners, but those fellow runners are drawn into you as an individual. And then who knows where those relationships could blossom, you know? Right. Yeah. It, it's interesting. We talk a lot about this because at IAW, we talk a lot about a lot about networking and building relationships and saying so many people do this. I'm going to go to every event. I'm going to sign up for everything. I'm going to go everywhere. And you're so much more successful when you go to the places where you have connections. And so I often talk about how, when we moved, I live in the Boston area. Now, when we moved here, I joined the parent teacher association and went to an event. And I actually found clients for my marketing consulting business through the PTO, just through conversation and and supporting people in what they were doing. And so people often think, oh, I have to go to the business events. I have to go to the business events. I have to to be so focused on what I'm doing. Um, But similarly on social, when you you share the things you know and you build that community of, of people who are like you or have similar interests to you, you're gonna build that connection faster. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's like one big online networking event or a party or party. I even did a, I even did a podcast episode and a video on how it's like a party, how it's like a house party. And you're mm-hmm. just like, always you're, you're putting content out there to grab people's attention. It's kind of like sending out the invitations. Is the, is the invitation like horribly boring? And like, no, like you want to have it represent you and have your colors and be cute and your personality and all these things. It's very similar to a party, an event, something like that. It's just that it's online and think about it. Who is likely to, and you, you guys know this at IAW, obviously, like you just said, uh, community is so important for y'all who is more likely to see, you know, success in their career. Is it the person that, is a hermit and, and doesn't ever interact with anybody or is it the person that goes and interacts with people in one way or another? Obviously, you know, that's the answer. So that's what you can do on social. And that's why you have these other little personal topics that are conversation starters and, and help build up all those relationships. And you, you never know where stuff will end up. That's what's so cool about it. Like it's this kind of mystery. Cause honestly, as you know, like in the big picture of marketing, social media is still quite young, <laughs> really, really young. So it's so cool to think that, we're all in at the beginning, really, mm-hmm. we are. And so we're the smart ones here showing up <laughs> on social media. You know what I mean? Like we're, right. we're at the beginning and we're going to be here um, building and building. And anybody that's not is missing out because opportunity awaits for sure. Right. Absolutely. So with posting on social, we, we get our topics, right? And then we have our personal brand. And are those the same thing? Is there more work we have to do to actually refine like the colors we're using, the type of graphics we're using and the type of cop? Like talk a little bit about the importance of personal brand showing up and, and being consistent on social media. Yeah, that's a good question. Cause there is a difference between um, branding, like designed branding and mm-hmm. then a personal brand and your brand as like an individual and what you represent, like, that's what that is, is like what you represent, like who you are, your reputation, that kind of thing. That's your personal brand. But 
it is really cool when you get to a point where you can also incorporate the other kind of branding that we all know to be like, you know, target is the color red and there's the bullseye and there's the dog. Like we all know their visuals. Um, it's really, it's, it's like the icing on the cake. You want to have the other stuff first. You want to go through and figure out what are your main topics going to be? What are your content pillars? How are you going to approach this? Um, I have a guide that I give my students where like, you can actually fill it out and put like, you know, what's, what's my story? How did I get here? All those things to kind of build that foundation. And then, you know, you start showing up, you're posting and stuff, but then that icing on the cake, man, when you can get the look and then it lines up with all that you've been building within yourself as an individual, as a personal brand, it's just like, it can be so magical, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think think that people will hop to the visuals quickly well, because like I think everything we're, else, we're, you know, you got to do the work first and, you know, yeah, we're drawn to that pretty aesthetic. Right. And so it's easy <laughs> to get excited about the image and the, the prettiness, but you really need the substance behind it before. Yeah. You can yeah. get the and pretty if, stuff online. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough to dive in and maybe even work with somebody and get some uh, visuals done all at the beginning of your journey, then cool, do it. But like, you need to have spent that time at least maybe you haven't been posting a ton as a personal brand, but you need to have spent that time to figure out that foundation and yeah. your content pillars and which can change by the way, I should say that because we change as humans, we evolve, but you know, maybe not like every other month, like let's, right. <laughs> let's pick some things to be our content pillars and stick with those for a little while before we change it up. Cause an audience can also get confused. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And so would you put a timeline on that? Like, do you think like, do you give it three, four months? And if nobody's really engaging with those posts or you're not seeing any traction, is there, is there a natural time to reassess or is it kind of a, a wait and see type thing? That's a good question. I think that, I I mean, it's hard to put an exact number on it since there's so many variables and so many platforms and people are so different and so on. (laughs) But, but I mean, if I had to pick something as an estimate, I would say, you know, if you're, if you've been at it and you've really been dotting your I's, crossing your T's, um, for like 90 days and it's like crickets, then we have a problem. You know, (laughs) if it seems extreme, if it seems like literally nobody is interacting with my content. Nobody is commenting, asking me questions, like nothing. That's, that's a severe issue. Or if there's just very few, but you have to also remember, and this can be so frustrating in your social media journey is that it really is a long game and it's a never ending journey. Likely. I mean, hopefully for the sake of my business, it doesn't ever stop. Right. But, (laughs) but so it, so when we, but so I think when people shift their mindset and go, okay, this is just a part of my business. Now, this is just how it goes. We're just going to do this. Just like back in the day, we just did newspaper ads and we all mm-hmm. accepted that. And that's what we did. Same thing here. And so right. you've got to be patient with it, but you also don't want to have extremely low, bad results. You need you. That's definitely a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, th- that's great guidance. Cause I, I see, I see people do this a lot of times where I feel like I see the same thing over and over and over and I see very limited engagement on their stuff. And I'm always curious, like, at what point do you stop and go, okay, this isn't working. I need to come up with something else. Yeah. And um, not, not, not as many people do that as they should probably. And then they get frustrated right. and then they just quit and, and all together. And it's, I mean, and that's understandable. It's frustrating, but um, you're always going to need to shift and pivot a little and improve things. Even if you turn out to be a social media superstar, you got to do that stuff every once in a while. Yep. 
Okay, I have two questions to address things that I hear from members of IEW all the time. The first is, how do I pick the right platforms plus how many platforms should I be active on at any one time? Um, and then the second gets into, how do I get comfortable with actually putting my my videos and my my photo and my personal, like showing up and actually being authentic and showing up online? So I see so many people hesitate to do that. <laughs> Okay. The first one about the platforms, um, this is probably not, um, not what, um, maybe all social media experts would tell you, but I'm just being honest with this. And I think you should be on as many as you can, where it's a reasonable, sustainable situation for you. And it makes sense that goes into the whole, how do I choose which platforms? So when you do choose the right platforms for yourself and Hey, sometimes we make a mistake. We think, you know what, I'm about to be a rock star on LinkedIn. Like, like me, somebody like me thinks, you know, LinkedIn, certainly they're going to love me, (laughs) but, um, those Peloton videos don't do quite as well there as they do other places. Right. So, (laughs) so you definitely have to even sometimes experiment, which again, patience. It takes time. It can be frustrating, but it's okay. And you do need to pick those platforms based upon, um, you know, where your target people are. So if it's a thing that you're selling, then where are the people that would buy that likely, right? You just think about the general stuff about the platform, like kind of the age range, like it's, they're a little bit older on Facebook than they are on Instagram. You see what I'm saying? And that's how you can choose where you think your target client customer collaborator would be. And I do think it's important to be on more than one platform, but I do think you have to make it sustainable for yourself. So if like, if it's not necessary, like if, like if, um, Facebook and makes no sense for you and you just can't even figure out why it would even matter to your brand, it's okay. You leave it out. And then if like Instagram and TikTok are, you know, superstar places for you, then commit to both. For sure. And you can repurpose stuff. You can post the same thing on different platforms. I mean, sometimes it doesn't always translate and that's, that's going to happen. But for the most part, you can post a lot of things over again on other platforms. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other question? Um, (laughs) Posting the video, getting, getting comfortable with just showing up and, and being authentic and actually showcasing yourself online. I see so many women post what I'll call fluffy content that doesn't really share anything about them or who they are. It's, it's the, here's my product. Here's my, like, here's, here's maybe a quote. Here's something that is a testimonial, but doesn't actually show me who you are and, and how can I connect with you as a person? So I guess getting over that, actually putting yourself out there and, and letting the world see who you are for real. Right. That's a super common concern for people. I've heard a lot over the years of like, nobody cares what I have to say. Why would I share about my life? Um, you know, so on and so forth, all these things. But the truth of the matter is, is that somebody does care. Um, and also we're going to take a quick break to talk about the international association of women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community a resource library filled with eBooks and templates and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. 
visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. People aren't really thinking about you as much as you think they are. <laughs> um, newsflash for all of us. I need to be reminded this as well, because we, we are thinking about ourselves and, and it makes sense. You're living your life. Um, so when you're hesitating to post the video, um, because you're worried about judgment from others and what they're going to think, honestly, they're probably not going to think much and don't take that the wrong way. If they need the message, they're going to connect with it. And it's going to be, it's going to be meant to be, but they're not going to like, like go obsessed over hating it. And if they do, we don't need that kind of negativity in our life. They need to be blocked and we need to scooch on about our way. Yeah. But I mean, I think that that's a big thing. I think, and I think that once people can start to make that, it's so much mindset. It's so funny. I always joke that like social media actually is kind of deep. Like, (laughs) you know, really, if you get down to it, you, you have to do inner work to be able to then show up publicly the way that a social media creator does. Um, but yeah, people aren't, probably worried about what you're doing as much as what you think. And, um, and whenever you just accept that it's not going to be perfection from the start and that is not easy to do at -hmm. all. I didn't want to do that. And I go back and look at some of my early videos and I'm like, Oh God, this is bad. (laughs) Like I could give you a list of the criticism I have for it, but like, it's okay. We're human, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. also when you remember that your message that you're delivering, um, no matter how deep or not that it is, it's not about you. You're serving someone else by sharing that. And someone needs to hear from you that can really help motivate you to just go ahead and post the bleeping video, which is what I always say. (laughs) I love that. I think if you reframe it and think that your message is going to hit the person who needs it today. And yep. so you're post, you're not posting the video and there, there's two thoughts I have here. A is the people who you're not connecting with, they're just going to scroll right past you, right? It's going to be a, a flip of the finger. It's not, they're not going to stop and go, Oh, look at what, why is she wearing that? And why is she saying that? And Oh, there's a, there's a goof, whatever. Um, but also if you, if you think about it from the impact you could have and reframe in your mind, the not being scared to show up, but really thinking about the number of people you can, you can have an impact on. I think that that helps with that mental piece of it. Cause that's really yeah, hard. It, it is. And it's really hard. Like if I was giving somebody tough love, I would be like, get over yourself. Like, are you ready to serve? You want to help other people? Okay. Let's get it together. And let's post the video and let's help some other people. This is not about you right now. The universe is like using you to deliver this message for whatever reason it's meant to happen. It keeps tugging at your heart. It's not going to go away until you just freaking do it. And I mean, that's what I would tell somebody if they just needed that tough love moment of like, let's, let's get on this. Right. But quit hesitating. You know, time is passing by. I I need that tough love. <laughs> that was for you, Megan. <laughs> I think you're talking to me. Um, yeah, this is this is something on my goals list to work on is being more present as myself on social media. So watch out. <laughs> you just gave also, me the also, uh, Megan. There's a lot of um, not so great content out there. So um, 
don't worry. Like, <laughs> like if, you, if you're, if you're worried that you're going to be like the worst social media creator, um, stop. Cause that's yep. not the case. I have seen some things, you know, <laughs> I, yep, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Um, so I want to wrap up with a conversation about challenges because with, with this podcast and with IAW, we know that with reward and success often comes challenges. And the whole purpose of our, of our podcast is to show women that really we can reach unlimited horizons. Um, it's, it's not, there is no, a lot of times we place an end on ourselves that is, is coming from inside and it's, it's the world likes to throw challenges our way. So I like to talk about challenges because I think that we can all learn from each other's challenges. Um, so if you can share one of the biggest challenges you have faced in your professional journey, um, I'd love to hear more about it and kind of how you overcame that time. So how long do we have? (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, there, there have been plenty of challenges and, and, um, I, I sound so trendy by saying, um, uh, we should normalize challenges, right? This is how, um, you know, this is how we help each other. And also like, it's so normal, so normal to have challenges, um, in life in business and all the things, a big one for me that stands out is in, um, 2020, my husband lost his job, which a lot of people did. It was a rough year for a lot of people. Ironically, um, for those of us that are social media creators, it was probably a really fabulous year because there were so many people at home watching social media. Right. But, um, my husband, Ryan had worked in construction for the whole time I've known him, which was since, um, I was 20 and he, you know, since he was a teenager, that's the industry he worked in, like industrial construction, like chemical plants, power plants, like rough, tough cranes, all these things. And he lost his job, which we weren't super surprised at just because of the situation in general of 2020. And I, my business fun, love media was much uh, smaller at the time. I just had a few clients. I was doing it part-time because I was the primary, uh, parent person in our family. (laughs) The one with the kids, right? The one one handling all the kid things. Um, and his, his, his career was prioritized that whole time. I mean, I, I met him when I was 20, we prioritized his career. And I was okay with that because, um, it paid the bills and I wanted to be with my babies at home and it was fine and all that jazz, but I started this business of mine and it was small. And I remember one night before he got let go that we had sat at the kitchen table and I showed him even some numbers. I was like, if there's ever a time that you have the option to not work so much and you could actually physically be here, pick up kids and do all that. I know what I could do with this business. I know it's for sure. I felt so solid about it. And he said, I would like to, I'm not really happy with what I'm doing, but I don't know what to do. And anybody out there understands it's very hard to just quit something that's paying for your life, right? Mm -hmm. Just because you don't like it. Um, Well, they pushed us in the deep end by um, letting him go in 2020. And he called me that day when it happened. He's like, it happened. I was like, okay, okay, not totally surprised. And he's like, so what do you think? Do I need to like tomorrow just hit the pavement and find another job or is this our chance? And I was like, this is our chance. This is it. (laughs) It was like, it was a movie moment. I was like, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for, you know? And so, um, so 
we only had so long for me to replace his income, hustle up enough clients to do that because, you know, there was only so much money setting aside. And, um, and we did, it took about six months. Um, he, we, we swapped roles and, and for the, as a, at that time, as a 40 year old woman, it was the first time my career was ever prioritized, um, by choice. Right. So he didn't Mm -hmm. do that to me, but you know what I mean? And, and it was the first time that I made money and paid for my kids Christmas. And it was the first time that I made money and pay for them to eat. It makes me emotional. I it just got like, this That's, that's it. It was like, it's the most, and, and it's something that Ryan had just been used to probably taken for granted. Didn't mean to take it for granted, but he just was used to it. You go, you make the money, you do your thing. And to me, it was this beautiful experience as a, as a 40 year old mom to go, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. And like Mm -hmm. that food, they're eating it because I worked hard for it, you know? And, and, and ever since then we have been in a situation where we had that role reversal where he's super involved in the kids lives, which in the big picture is great because he's going to be able to look back at these years when they're still pretty little and, and realize how, how wonderful that truly was. And things will change. We know things will change. We know he'll work more later, but he's been working part-time. I've been working full-time so that we could support fun love media and get it going, you know, and it's been, it was so scary. I just want to say to anybody, it's always going to be scary. Like the cool stuff (laughs) is almost always scary Mm -hmm. at the beginning. And the cool thing is, is that if it all crashes and burns and doesn't work out the way you want, it's okay. You can always just figure out, you know, a way out when it comes to, you know, career. Yeah. So I love, I love that you shared that particular challenge because I think that it, it shows that as women, we're not, you don't have to be stuck on one path just because you, you ended up there at 40, right? I think there's a lot of women who get to that point where they've had kids and they're, they're their home or working part-time or kind of the, the secondary income. So they're not prioritized in terms of how they work or when they travel or whatnot, but it shows that it is possible. You can, you can pivot your life at any point in time and that the, the idea of really owning it and making it yours, I think it's fabulous. So congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And I, and I recognize that not everybody's lucky enough to have a supportive partner um, or you're just not in that place or somebody's, I don't know, whatever the situation is. Right. And so I'm very grateful that we're a good team, even though we might drive each other crazy every other day. (laughs) We are, we do make a good team as far as supporting each other with stuff like that. So I recognize that and I'm thankful for that. And I realize that I'm fortunate to have that. Um, But, but I always remind him, I could have done this without you. It just would have taken me a little longer. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) of course, of course. Well, Brittany, I love this conversation. I am feeling inspired to go build my social media plan um, and pillars and and get started. Um, But thank you to anyone listening. If you want to follow Brittany, you'll find links in our show notes, or you can find her at BrittanyCrossen.com and on all the social media platforms. Um, Are you Brittany Crossen on all of them? I believe you're Brittany Crossen on all of them. Yeah. Just search my name. It's all over the internet. (laughs) Love it. And don't be scared off by the dancing. Come on in. Be inspired. I love the dancing. The dancing encourages me to go get on my Peloton. So thank you for that.
<laughs> All right, Brittany, thank you. Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. You were fantastic today. And everyone listening, be sure to go follow Brittany. Let us know what you thought about the podcast and go get brave and post on social media. It will help your business and your career. Thank, thank you. you so much, Megan. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.